Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know those things you are too embarrassed to talk about when it comes to dating? Like when to say I love you, how to define the relationship. Well, We Met at Acme touches upon all of those subjects and more, and we get right into it with our guests and talk about their dating lives and also what not to do when it comes to dating because we're all kind of confused together. So you can tune in every Sunday to We Met at Acme and maybe you can learn a thing or two while I learn a thing or two. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing, back by popular demand, Dits. Hi. Good to, <laughs> Hi. Good to be back. So you're a hit with the ladies. That's what they tell me. According to the receipts and the DMs and the dating apps, all of you ladies who listen love dits and have been sliding. It's It's been nice to make some new friends on Instagram via the podcast and be like a minor podcast celebrity um, and even get a couple dates sort of out of it. You've been on a few dates because of the pod. Yeah, and some has been like, you know, friends sharing the podcast with friends or sending it with friends and then, oh, you should meet someone. And then others have just been through, oh, my friend saw you on a dating app, those type of things. Yeah. Well, I would say the pod has been kind of like a chick magnet for you, but are you single and mingling? You're singling and mingling? Both. I'm both single, single Pringle? Yeah, single and mingling, enjoying Pequap. Okay. Pequap, post quarantine after party, guys. <laughs> So, sorry I have onion breath. I just no, We crazy. just ate a bunch of dip. 
We're brown. No, it's it's great. Onions are great. <laughs> so I just went on a road trip, and to me, that's like white people shit. Have you been on a road trip? Not really. I don't. I not. I don't think so. No. Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah. So I decided to go on a road trip, and I also didn't know whether I should buy condoms on the road trip because <laughs> I've never done this stuff before. You know, it's new for me. Like, do you buy? A condom if you're a girl like what would you do if a girl came to you and then you were about to do the deed and she's like hey and she whips out the condom what would you think well what's the dating history with this person you know, or you know in this scenario you're it's fairly to? new okay it's fairly new and I like a certain type of condom and that's why I wanted to buy the condom, but I didn't end up doing it. Well, I think all of these things should be discussed before the road trip. I mean, I know it's it's not very romantic, but you do need to have the logistical talk of like, oh, we're going to do this. Like, you know, how are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And if so, what is everyone's preference? You would pre-plan the dirty? Well, I assume that it wouldn't be the first time that you're doing it is on the road trip. That'd be kind of wild, right? The point is, I didn't end up buying the condom and we didn't even do anything because we realized we're yuppie millennials and we're brown and we didn't even make the road trip. We ended up going to New Haven. Everyone was like, why are you going to New Haven? Yeah, are and you like, like Yale alumni? Like are you going to get your Yale PhD? No, I actually was going there because it's the pizza capital of the country. Oh, like Mystic Pizza. Yeah, and the yeah, pizza yeah. was bomb. Highly recommend. Five stars. We get to New Haven, we eat all the pizza, and then our lazy asses decide we can't drive. Let's Uber to Newport, <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> so we paid like $200 to Uber to Rhode Island because that's what you do when you're old. Wait, so you just left your car? Yeah. Oh my. And, you know, you attract a certain type of driver when you're crossing state lines. So it was interesting. Well, I mean, I so I grew up in New York and uh, I didn't drive for like the longest time period. And I just I feel like I haven't properly driven in like almost a decade at this point. Because like I live in New York City like, and I've lived before that in Hong Kong and in London. And yeah. those are places you don't really need to drive a car. So I just I feel like while I have a legal driver's license, I'm not really I wouldn't trust myself behind the wheel of a car. Well, we ditched the car and then we get to Newport. We did Newport in like three hours. And then we realized, you know what? We're city people and we didn't even finish and we didn't even stay. We didn't go to Cape Cod. We just decided let's Uber back to New Haven and take Metro North back to Manhattan. So how'd you get the car back? We didn't. You know, you can leave cars off in different places. Oh, okay. Oh, it was a rental. Okay, got it. And so that was my road trip. We didn't do the dirty. We didn't even do the road trip. And then you didn't tell me you were back in the city, so you missed my birthday party. I did, and we had a fight about it. Which was like mostly your fault for miscommunication and putting Instagram stories that were from like three days. Yeah, because I don't want people knowing where I am. But, you know, I did come across a few fans, IG fan people, along the way in Connecticut. Shout out to the little girls we met. They were adorable. They were on their bachelorette party, you know? Wow. Rest in peace. <laughs> so you're saying that there's bachelorette parties... That means that the pandemic is sort of winding down. The pandemic is winding down and it's hot girl summer. I don't know if I'm cuffed. I don't know. 
I think I'm going to be cuffed before hot girl summer, which is what you forbid me to do. You said do not fall in love and get cuffed with the first person you end up yeah, with. Yeah, it wasn't even a timeline thing. I was just like date a few people or at least go on a bunch of dates. You know, I feel like you went on one date. I don't know. I went to Newport and fell in love. I didn't even make it to Cape Cod and Nantucket, but I know you go to those places. You're bougie and brown. Are those places nice? Uh, yes, especially in the summer. I've spent time in Nantucket at the beginning of the pandemic, but that was a little cold in the winter slash spring, but beautiful place in the summer. Okay. Well, I ate pizza, first of all, with this dude. I really like him. You know, you guys know I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. Simp nation over here. <laughs> so I want to explain to the listeners or the aunties listening, you know, we have a lot of elderly listening and they don't know what simp is. A simp is just someone that goes above and beyond for the other person unnecessarily. Yeah, I think <laughs> I I might fall under that category. You might? We are like co-CEOs of Simp Nation. I think for me, it's like, it's always weird when you start dating someone early on and like, let's say their birthday is coming up and you find out about it and you have some really good dates and you're like, oh wow, things are going so well. I'm messaging Anish being like, you know, should I send this girl cupcakes or balloons? And I was all for it. I'm yeah. like, yes, because I'm a simp too. I'm like, of course you should send her cupcakes. And then, then what happened? Oh, then we broke up. I mean, like, I thought we had some really good dates. There was a couple instances of this where we had some good dates and that either got ghosted or uh, just, you know, was, I did get a, you know, one person gave me a, a nice message like, oh, while I, while I had a good time, I don't see this as more than a friendship, which I appreciate it. But better. you MO'd, you made out. You were talking for a bit, and then it was her birthday. You were ready with the cupcakes, and then she said, "Well, the, the plan." I was like, "Look, bye. you could be a little romantic." Because the thing is, like, there's a very fine line between creepy and romantic, right? I can be creepy, right? So I, I think, like, in some cases, you hear girls like, "Oh, this guy is so sweet." He did this. But other cases, like, "Oh, what a weirdo!" Like he did, you know. So it really depends, and you kind of have to feel it out. But you and I are very romantic types. We're suckers. We we are TMTS. Like too much, too soon. <laughs> Literally, I met this guy and I was planning his birthday present. Like, what is wrong with me? Why are we like this? Um, it's not a bad thing. It's just wearing your heart on your sleeve and taking some, some risks. You know? And we're givers, so we actually don't expect. Oh, I would much rather give someone a present than... Because I don't really... The only thing I want is, like, cash. Like, I feel like... Uh, <laughs> Cold hard cash, guys. <laughs> like as a present, like, you know. Yeah, under my Christmas tree. Or maybe like an experience, like, you know, now that they're back, like, you know, sporting event tickets, concert tickets, yeah. things like that. But in general, like, what gift are you going to give me? I mean, I'm... my parents give me cash. I was just about to say, under our Christmas tree, I want to see an envelope. Oh, I got cash from my parents. My I don't want to like, see a box. Yeah, my parents gave me cash for my birthday. It was Same. Great. Wire transfer. <laughs> I don't want to see a box, but I will say I don't expect gifts. And... I expect your time. That's true. And your love and so that's your affection. Your, like, that's your like love language, the quality time thing. And cash. And cash. Lots of cash. <laughs> I don't want things. Give me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> so this and your is... financial statements. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, we've already been down this road. But now you're a simp whether you want to say it or not. I am. But it's not a negative. You're, you're saying it with it's a negative connotation, but it's thing. not. It's not a negative thing. We're just nice human beings. Maybe and we a should, lot of people we are should mean. reclaim being a simp and, you know. Being a simp a is thing. fucking hot. <laughs> but now, 
what has happened to you? Because I want to talk about Mean Girls. I spend all my time bashing the boys. Girls are mean. I mean, if you've heard the last podcast I was on, I dated a literal gold digger slash sociopath. She was hot though. Very attractive and quite the actress. And um, I have since recovered. It was, it, was, it was so quick that it was, you know, it was kind of a blink and you miss it type thing. Um, but she was like a professional liar, whether it was my friends or my family. Like you were she, conned. Yeah, and it wasn't just a few things. I think after the after the breakup, like I found out a lot of things about her. Like she like deleted her entire LinkedIn because we found out that she didn't work at all the places she said she did. She and the did. funny thing is, she was working at a place <laughs> where uh, I was dumped by the guy who right. owns the company. That's right, and we know someone who knows someone there, and. That person's like, oh, I don't know this person. Or maybe she came for like an internship for five days and then quit or something. You know, that yeah. and then other situations where we know she didn't get her degree her degree from college in the US. And it's like all those things are fine, but for me, the most important thing is telling the truth. Like if you told me I don't have these accolades, I don't have this, I'm kind of flubbing my LinkedIn. Right. I appreciate honesty, right? And if you're lying to me over and over again, and that's something that I figured out, and that's why I ended things yes. when all of this crazy stuff went down back at lunch. Where are you now? Um, so I took a little bit of time off. Uh, just, you know, uh, I went to India not to see this girl, but I was hanging out with my grandma. I haven't seen her in some time. And I was in India right before everything got crazy there with COVID. And so I spent some time with my dogs, my grandma. And then I came back and uh, I've just been throwing myself back into work, seeing friends that I haven't seen in a while now that, you know, quarantine and restrictions have sort of ended. You turned 34. Yes, I did turn 34. So yeah, my birthday was a few days ago and it was great. I almost, you know, all the people I knew that I wanted to come came except Anisha who just didn't tell me where she was. And uh, it was it was just I was it, trying to get it, it felt I felt very supported and dating has been fun again, actually. Like that's my hot take is app dating has been obviously so ridiculed and in the past, I've I've been enjoying going on app dates. I think it's making a comeback because of the pandemic and people are looking at it as a serious option now. For sure. And I think you have to expect a lot of discipline. Like if you if you go into it knowing that it probably won't won't work out or it might not end in something, that's, you know, it's okay. Like the, I think I've done two straight Sundays where I've gone on walks in the park with girls and neither of those dates was very good. But at the end of the day, you're walking in Central Park. We're getting our steps in. You get your 10,000 steps. I did it too. You, you go on a date, you learn about someone and it doesn't have to be a romantic connection. And Every interaction you have with someone is meaningful, I think. At least Cherish someone. every relationship. Or just every date, you know? Yeah. Because um, it's all experience. And I think a lot of people have lost that experience of even interfacing with people, dating, or, or just any kind of like even non-Zoom, non-phone relationship in the last year. I think it's good. A lot of people need to get back out there and just experience real life. And we want to boycott Dill Mill Zero Clocks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... You know, we're both Indian and there should be a market for Indian people only apps and J Day, J Swipe, they're killing it in the Jewish market. There's you know, they're the ultimate. But, I wish I could go on there. But they don't want me. With with all due respect to Dilmel, which is the Indian only app, they have maybe the worst interface of any app I've ever seen. And they don't they match you with people the in, app is trash and they the match people you with are people trash. in Canada and, and California and <laughs> but those people are like traveling to see each other. Right. That's what I hear. If you want to date me or Dits, the radius is what? A mile? 
I go three miles. 100 feet? I go three miles in New York. Three but miles. You said Harlem was too far. It's okay. I mean, whenever I'm on the Upper East Side, Harlem's back in the radio, so. Okay. But I, I think it is it is key to spend time with people. We spent a year where we could not see people in person. So why would apps not start promoting people within your radius? And I think that's what Hinge and Bumble, which are the ones I use, have been very good at. And you can see who's in your area and meet up with them and whatever is convenient. Yeah, Team Hinge. Can we get a Hinge sponsorship <laughs> for this podcast? So I should be in jail because I told everyone not to use the apps. And now I'm really into someone from an app, which is quite embarrassing. Hinge, which is why I'm promoting Hinge. But now, so what happens if you meet someone at our age and it's serious, but you don't have time to waste and you might miss out on hot girl summer? What do you do? I mean, I think it's important to go into all of these relationships knowing what you want, defining the relationship at an appropriate time. I think there's many different types of relationships. It's not, you know, everyone thinks it's just dating for casual hookups and dating for marriage. And there's a lot in between. What's um, the in between, hon? I don't know. You know, we... Def- I'm new in this. We definitely know people that are into just dating long term without any kind of labels and, you know... Whatever works for them. I don't understand those people. But it, it works for them, right? They, they might not be interested in having kids. They might not want to get married anytime soon. Um, that's, but what's that's the sure. end goal? Do you just wreck yourself? Like you form these long-term relationships and then it ends? It I mean, look who's talking. <laughs> I, I was in that. But right? I'm just saying, mm-hmm. do you just date and then not have a label? I don't want that. I want to be labeled. I want to be claimed. Yeah, it's not something I would do, but I do know that a lot of people are not long-term planners, and it's kind of just like what works for me now in this time period, and they go from month to month, and and then eventually, may, you know, at some point, one person will say, "Where is this going? Ultimatum, whatever it is, this is ridiculous." But if both parties are okay with it, just kind of indefinitely floating, then it's what works for them. I don't want to float. I think I have a timeline for what I want, mm-hmm. and for me, if the person didn't ask me to be exclusive mm-hmm. within three months, I think that's reasonable, then I'm out. It's a good rule. Um, I think I've been exclusive from the first week or two, and I've been exclusive after two months or three. Like, Yeah, three months is kind of the, out, the outside. And then after that, I'd want to go on a few trips, a few long-distance vacations, because I think that's when you really get to know a person. And then eventually... I don't know how you feel about this, but I'd like to move in with someone for a few months and then get engaged. So I think the big uh, benchmarks for relationships would be initially obviously get to know each other and then it's meeting each other's friends. And I think for me, like the one issue I've had with dating is compatibility within friends slash family. So if you're someone who doesn't really have a big friend group in New York, or wherever it is, it probably won't work. Because I'm very fortunate and hashtag blessed that I've made a lot of friends living in New York and all these other cities and going to all these schools where... We're just lovable. Yeah, and I, I just think we've just been around a long time, you know? And we're both extroverts. Like, so for us, we, Social like, butterflies. we like being around people. We like bringing people together. Quality people. Right, quality people. No drama people. 
And it's just difficult when you date someone who's kind of like, oh, you know what? I've actually enjoyed this last year of quarantine. That for me is like a huge trigger. Like that's that's bad. I kind of liked it though. I'm not going to lie because I was able to focus on my health. Right. I lost 30 pounds. Of course. Like there are a lot of things. Because I wasn't drinking. There's a lot of things people have done. <laughs> Our friend Neil is sitting in front of us and he's like, you were in Florida. You did not quarantine. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't count at all. I'm talking about people that have enjoyed like New York winter quarantine during COVID. And they, they you know, sure, I should be we, in jail. we've all done a bunch of wholesome things in the last year we wouldn't have done, whether we were baking, puzzling, reading, whatever it is, and getting, <laughs> getting, getting healthy, right? That's fantastic. But at the same time, like we do all, we want to get back to our old life with the good habits we picked up from the last year. Okay. And if you're still like enjoying, you know, sitting by yourself all day and not interfacing with other people, then it's just not going to work for me, right? So that's something that you need to be on the same page with the person you're dating. Like, so friends, socializing. Now a big thing is how comfortable do you feel indoors versus outdoors? This is a question I have to ask people before dates. Like, I'm making a reservation at this place. Are you comfortable, right, with XYZ? I'm comfortable being locked up in like a cell with someone at this point i don't care an outdoor cell an indoor cell a cave i don't care someone touch me and pull my hair a little <laughs> so one other type of relationship that you know i think it's it's hard to explain but basically there's been a lot of people myself included that have done sort of a seasonal dating thing you know you see someone for the summer the fall cuffing season <laughs> the year the winter whatever it is um and it's hard. We know people that are doing it for. So my my friends came up with this term called a year. My friends have this term called FFN, uh, which is which stands for fine for now. So it's fine for now. Basically, it's like a combination of cuffing season, like waiting till COVID restrictions are gone, and you're just dating someone until hot girl summer slash pequap, and then you both kind of know it's ending. Hopefully, and then it's like, all right, this was fun, but like you know, you know, we're not gonna get married and have kids together. So then why should we stay together? You know? And we do think marriage is obsolete in this squad, but we want to try it. <laughs> I want to try it out. I will say fine for now is great, but your girl's going to be 37. So I want something serious for the first time in my life. And I'm scared because I'm a commitment phobe and there's always something better. I, I definitely want all those things for you as well. My only issue was A, the timing, and B, the like, you know, jumping into something quickly. With I it. don't know if I'm going to have a hot girl summer because I'm TMTS my, too much too soon. My problem is, or my worry is that you miss hot girl summer and then you're single in the fall or the winter. <laughs> that is like the fall. That is the ultimate, even fall. Like, it's like if you stay through and like Halloween rolls around and like you're not in a couple's costume, like, oh boy, something <laughs> bad happened. And then we have like eighth lockdown. COVID winter, and whoever I'm knows. Back, back at home with my and parents. <laughs> and that's just a worst case scenario. Which isn't bad. Right, of course. It's not terrible, but I fear that for myself too. And I'm scared I'm going to screw it up. No, I, I think you just have to put your best foot forward. And it's, it's, it's so hard to see when you're in the relationship. So it's always good to talk to other people that are not. And that the, the fear of failure is what often will screw things up. Especially after so long. I've been single for right. five years. And everyone puts too much pressure on aspects of the relationship. And then 
you know, it's either you're doomed to fail or it just it's it's too much pressure. Right? Speaking of pressure, the D is fresh. <laughs> Tell me about that. Girls well, <laughs> and guys, sometimes the roles are reversed. Oh, if okay. we're talking like oh, okay. gender roles, traditional gender roles, you want the guy to kind of make the move. But right. a gal like me, I might pounce. So I think what's changed in the last, I don't know when, a few years, decade, whatever, is that oftentimes girls, like you said, will make the first move and guys are a little more hesitant. Guys, especially when they're looking for something serious, will take a long time to do anything. And that's a good sign, ladies, beyond, if you're listening. Beyond just like, you know, kissing or whatever. If they're not making moves in the bedroom, that means they probably actually like you more, especially if you're brown. They're serious <laughs> Because they see you. you as wifey and they're like, oh yeah, of course we're going to like have a lot of sex eventually because, you know, we're going to be married and have kids, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like they want to get to know you. They want to develop the friendship, you know, all of that good stuff. And they're used to going on dating apps or meeting someone at the bar at three in the morning and taking them home. And for them, that's they're over that life. They're over the casual sex one night stand. So if a guy isn't jumping on you, ladies, it's because he probably is serious about you. That's right. But what does that say about me? I'm a lady jumping on men. Well, <laughs> I think it means that you were out of the game for a little bit and now you found someone you liked and you're excited and you didn't talk to me clearly, which you should have done. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but thoughts and prayers for me. <laughs> so we discussed FFN, fine for now. <laughs> There's a big difference between compromising and settling. Yes. So I think both of the words have negative connotations and there's there's definitely a difference. So settling is where you just throw everything away. You're like, you know what? There's the only person that likes me. I'm settling for them because it's better than being single. And that's just wrong. That's not something you should do. And I think the most like compromise is different where you have a list of 10 things in your perfect person who is a unicorn, aka they don't exist. And you need to find out the seven things on that list that are most important to you. Right. So for me, for a long period of time, I was like, I would never date a vegetarian. But now I think I'm like, okay, like as long as they're okay with me and my food habits, it's okay. So you have to find the six or seven things that are most important to you. Like for me, it's I couldn't date someone that likes you know, that doesn't like animals. Or I an could, introvert. Or an introvert or someone who smokes, right? Those are three like no's. Yes. And then a lot of other things are flexible. Right. Like for me, I had my Indian unicorn list and I've compromised on height. You know, you don't have to be six foot. Just hopefully be taller than me, but you don't have to be six foot. Well, I guess you can't wear heels, but that's okay. That's I'm wearing heels anyway because you meet someone, like for example, you. You don't care if the girl wears heels or is taller. I mean, you don't care. Well, I don't look for girls that are like above 5'9 because I already assume that they're looking for something. And most dating apps, the girls will say, must be 5'10 or higher. And that's great. Really? They, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they write down their bio. I didn't know. So I guess it, you have to see what everyone's personal preferences are and their deal breakers. And then like, it's like deal breakers, must haves, want to haves. And that's yeah. a good list to put together. I said I would never date a vegetarian and now I am one. <laughs> like I should be in jail. You're jail. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I am telling people to wear masks from Florida back in 2020. <laughs> I am telling people to have a hot girl summer, except I'm pretty much cuffed, mm -hmm. I think. And I am telling people I don't date 
six foot or less, and I'm seeing someone. And that and, the, who's and not. those are called healthy compromises. You're not settling. That is the whole point of this, guys. I am compromising gladly. Yeah, and I'm sure on the other side, someone's making some compromises for you as well. Oh, absolutely. Can you imagine dating me? <laughs> it's, it would be a, a it would be a fun. roller coaster. It would yeah, be a lot of ups is. and downs. Yeah, <laughs> it is a roller coaster, but you're the pro. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about some dating tips for the people before we sign off for hot girl summer. You do think <laughs> everyone should have a hot summer, whether you're a boy, girl, whatever you are. Have a hot summer and then be cuffed by the fall, but enjoy the summer, the greatest summer of our lives. I think so. I I think it's important to know what you want when you step in a relationship or even a date with someone. If you want to do the casual hookup thing, go for it, you know? But if you want to seriously date, then, you know, manage your expectations that way. Um, Especially if you're in a big city in New York, I think it's important to pick... Pick play as a guy. You should do most of, most of the work. I think when you're planning a date, like you should be picking stuff near the girl where she lives or where she works. Use things like Resi and Open Table to make bookings because no one wants to just like stand outside a bar for like ten or minutes. Or brag waiting. about going somewhere and then not getting in. Um, as I said before, like it Wait. doesn't have to just be drinks or dinner. You can go for a walk in the park. I went to a comedy show as a date a couple weeks ago. Try different experiences that will make you stand out and be memorable. Um, I would also say, you know, find out before the date if they're, you know, don't take them to a steakhouse if they're vegetarian. You right. Know? Did so, you do that? No. no. No, no, no. But I always try to find out to make sure, you know, look at the menu. Right. Basically just, you know, treat it like almost like a business lunch, right? It's like, you know, make the other person feel comfortable. Um, and I know I've said this before, but don't just put all your eggs in one basket on one person. Not the, not the beginning because they're, let me tell you, they're dating other people too. You're not the only person there. I learned that the hard way. Really? I've learned the hard way early on where I was talking to someone. And then because I'm in this Indian bubble now because of family karma, people are DMing me like, (laughs) oh, my friend went on a date with that guy. I'm like, oh, good to know. Be careful, guys. We're brown. We find out everything What are your thoughts on uh, dating app filters? Like, I personally use like a radius filter because in New York, otherwise you're, you know, matching with people in New Jersey. And then you could also uh, filter by religion, race, height, things like that. So I know we have some friends that are against filters. Mm-hmm. And I, I like filters because I, for example, do not want to be with someone religious. Okay. Oh, honestly, same. You know? Yes. So that's a filter I choose. You know, I weed out some people by mm-hmm. you know if you're going to a religious place every other day or every once a week i don't want to go with you <laughs> you know you do you boo but like i want to stay in my lane but i also put filters i don't want to be with someone who has kids oh 100 percent. i have you know? to take you i'm have not to take, ready for that you have to take the kids filter in fact i didn't realize that was an option i was matching with a lot of people with <laughs> girls with, with kids and i and that's fine, but yeah. it's just not for me. Right. Um, and I don't know. I, I think I'm sure there's a lot of people that are into that. I want to date Indian guys. Right. right. So I have the South Asian filter. Or if you're on Bumble, Hindu slash Jane slash Sikh. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I will say I do. I do wish you could filter by state. This, is, this might be a New York only problem. We want to create an app. <laughs> 
<laughs> because we don't want to date people from other states. Right. So first you have like the you know apps where you it is within three or four miles. But if you're in Manhattan, you don't necessarily want to date someone in Hoboken and Jersey City. Or <laughs> and a lot of people. <laughs> further out. A lot of people. Neil's cracking up. A lot of people are putting that they're in the city. And they're not. They're, you know, in Ohio. Oh, that's a serious problem, actually. That's been happening on Hinge because they let you during the pandemic change your location. And I'm chatting with this girl who put West Village. I'm like, oh, we should grab a drink, you know, with Wilfie and Nell or whatever. Love and they're like, place. oh, actually, I'm in Singapore. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, any final tips? Um, just have fun this summer. And I think what will make a big comeback is in-person meetups, like, like meeting someone at a bar and uh, introducing people to your friends. So yes. if you're in a relationship and you have a friend, introduce them to another friend. And yeah, pay it forward. It might not end up in a relationship, but they might have a friend or they might go to a singles-only get-together yes. and something might come of it. So I think the apps are back right now, but I think this summer is going to be a lot of in-person meeting up with someone at the bar and grabbing a number. Yeah. And I love your sales acronyms. ABK, always be kissing. ABS, well, always be swiping. I would say ABK used to be a first date thing. And like, if, if you didn't kiss someone on the first date, it was almost offensive. Now I'd say sec <laughs> second with COVID and everyone's kind of weird these days about germs. Like second or third date is probably okay. And if you haven't kissed by second or third date, people kind of get really mad. Always be swiping. Always be swiping is just, yeah, if you have a little bit of downtime, you're watching Netflix, just, you know, do some swipes. Give your phone to your friends who are in relationships and married and Either they haven't used the apps in years or they miss it or they never I don't like it. that. They were putting me with all sorts of people. No, but you pick your filters. They just, you give them, maybe it's easier for guys because with girls, yeah. anytime you swipe right, someone's going to, you know. Yeah. So I think give it to your friends and they can swipe for you. And it is it is a numbers game. Like the number, you know, let's say you swipe a thousand times. You're probably going to, as a guy, have at least 10, 15 matches. And then. I swiped a thousand times and I found one. That's not true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. But guys, enjoy summer. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.